Alright, hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 4th, and it's currently 12.33. I will start posting, not daily, it's definitely not going to be daily anymore because that's just a time-consuming thing, um, but when I do post, it's most likely going to be in the afternoon, probably around 12, 12.30. Um, I know I'm a little late from that right now, so my bad about that, guys. Um, today, um, we're going to switch things up. Um, today, we are going to be talking about relationships um so yesterday i i go to this church in wadsworth it's called the chapel it's a pretty cool church i have an amazing youth pastor his name is uh, josiah callahan amazing teacher he's young so he's able to relate to us really well but every tuesday night we made up like as a group and we talked about situations and for the fall like the past couple weeks we've been talking about relationships i've been able to make it to most of them because of wrestling practice but i've been able to make it to this one today i mean yesterday which is relationships talking about how far is too far so we're going to give you some background um background knowledge of what we're saying um so for the couple past weeks um we're talking about is a um we're saying it's a situation uh season of situations to see if we should be with this person forever um an analogy that our teacher gave was well that back backtrack we're not going too fast we're not we're not going like that we're talking about like this sex is a theme that bonds us together emotionally physically yeah emotionally and physically um and we don't want to do it with the wrong person we don't want to do it just for fun we don't want to do it just for our pleasure we don't want to do it just because now today's society says we have to do it so um our pastor gave this our pastor gave this really good analogy so um it goes the faucet pours um, out love and the drain takes it the drain takes love while the faucet gives it so that means the uh, faucet gives the, the faucet is a healthy person because we always give love constantly and constantly while at the drain we take it in for our own pleasure, for our own selves, and it is not good for us because that's not what God intended for us to do. Um, but now looking at it, how does a, where does the water come from from the faucet? A source, right? A source. The source in this analogy would be God. God giving us eternal love. God giving us multiple abundance of love to give to others because I mean that's what God wants us. All right, we're going to now we're going to go back onto track. Okay. Question one is: Is there the one? Is there the one? Oh, okay. The most said question about relationships is: Is there the one? Say, saying like, is there someone for me? Is there a soulmate, for say, do we have a soulmate in this world? What our pastor said um, is that. We don't, uh, don't look for the one, look for someone who will run closer to Christ with you, which is the most important thing for us. Um, we have some guiding principles for relationship and everything like that. Um, I'll give you the first four, I think. Yeah, first four, and then at the end, I'll come back up and tell you the rest. All right, dating guidelines. Dating continually according to God, meaning don't date for worldly pleasure, self-pleasure, date for God. Date to get closer to God. Date to get closer with them and God, pretty much. Two, friendship. Don't just jump into it. Relationship is more than just kissy, kissy, touchy, touchy. It's a friendship. It's a personal connection. 
And I don't know about you, but friendships is the number one thing for a relationship. Because if you don't, if you're not close to them, if you don't consider them a friend first, are they really the one? Um, number three would be godly community, which is make sure you take them to church. Make sure you're surrounded by people who will help you walk in Christ while in the relationship together. Number four is clarity. That's pretty self-explanatory. And then we're going to skip five, six, because we're going to go back onto the right thing. All right. The question, which is the most important for dating? How far is too far? This is a question for all. Um, so as a group, our pastor asked us, what in our culture is the reason to have sex? Like in Gen Z. Um, people say source of happiness, um, to show off status. They say sex is essential because it's such a big thing now. It's a passage to man or womanhood. It's no big deal. It's just a hookup. It's casual. And the one that hit me the most is if you love me saying like, if you're, if your boyfriend slash girlfriend says, we have to have sex or you don't love me. Is that even a good relationship? No, that's not a good relationship. Not whatsoever is that a good relationship at all. That's horrible. That is manipulating. That is such a bad relationship to get into because they don't care about you. They only care about their own pleasure. They don't care about God. They care about having sexual tensions and they only care to have sex. Nothing in between that. Nothing in between that. Next, after that, is expectations because of porn. So, I don't know about you, but pornography was such a big thing. It's very, very gross, in my opinion. Um, I don't, I definitely think because people watch porn is an expectation. They have to, they have, they think they have to succeed this expectation to arouse their spouse or their, like, yeah, spouse after marriage. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know about you, but there's a thing going on TikTok which is called cancel porn. I do agree with that. I do think porn should be out of there. Um, the next thing is objects. People just use them as objects now, just to care, just only for their own pleasure. Um, next one is pleasure. Um, the next one is make it easy as possible, saying just get it done with. Don't even worry about it. Um, get out of the house as soon as possible, as, as soon as it's over. Um, and then the very last one, I think it's also a very important one, be normalized to have sex before marriage. A lot of people normalize to have sex before marriage. Um, Alright. I didn't know if I told you this or anything like that. But I will be splitting up th- this up into two, t- two different parts. Mainly because I have to go to baseball here soon. Um, so I don't know how long this one will last. Maybe 15 minutes. I don't know yet. Hopefully not. I wish it will be last longer than 15 minutes. Um, But let's keep it going. Alright. Actually, before we jump in, let's pray. Alright, dear God, I just want to say thanks for this opportunity. Just let me have this podcast where I can just share how great you are and just what the purpose of sex is for you, Lord. Lord, I just pray that while people are listening to this, they understand why I'm talking and they understand the the purpose of this podcast, Lord. Lord, I just pray for everyone who's listening that they just have a wonderful day because the sun is shining and you gave us the sun, Lord. Lord, I just pray that I'm able to speak freely and speak through, uh, and you speak through me, Lord. And I just pray for safety. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
Um, next, thank you for listening. Also, I know we're not fully done yet, but thank you for listening. Um, we're going to go to the next part. Alright. In today's generation, it's been like this for a long, long time. It's not even just this generation. It, it could have gone back to like the 1800s, to be honest. People miss out on what God has made sex to be. People say they're missing out. Like, people say we're missing out. As Christians, we are missing out of having sex after being before marriage. But to be honest, people saying they're missing out are just getting the junk food version of sex. Because there's no, there's no purpose. It's just for their own thing. Sex is a good gift from God that is powerful and purposeful. Sex was God's idea. So God is not like, oh, screw sex. Disgusting, horrible, never do that. God is pro-sex. Some churches say that sex is dirty or evil, but God gave us this as a present. Um, so if we look into Genesis 2.24, let me turn to that real quick. I'll read this to you guys. This is this will show that God doesn't hate sex. God does not hate sex. He encourages it pretty much. Okay, 24. Alright. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. That is pretty much saying it is a it is a routine of togetherness. It's a routine to say that they are one. Like, if you get married, you're not two separate people. You are one person now because you are, you committed yourself to them, if that makes sense. Sorry, I'm drinking water. Um, they're committed to one another. Um, and this is also like, okay, we're also going to go back to, well, again, let's stay here for real quick. God is not saying sex is bad. God is saying sex is good because it shows connection. It shows the love. It shows togetherness. Sorry. Like, even look at... I'm not going to read any of this because it's very... I don't... I've never actually read Song of Solomon, but I did look it up. Song of Solomon, the whole book is God is celebrating sex of a married couple. Um... If you look at Proverbs 1 through 7, chapters 1 through 7, we had a we had seven four chapters of the topic of sex, telling men and women to avoid situations, how it's good to have sex as a married couple. So pretty much saying don't have sex before marriage because it's not purposeful, it's not good, it's not meaningful, it's not true love. It is not there's no true meaning behind it. There's no there's no happiness afterwards. Okay, our second point. Sex is purposeful and powerful. Okay, do we we all know what procreate is? You are creating another human, yet there's much there's much more than this because God wouldn't have decided as he did. Talking about sex, God yes, God created procreation. God created men and well, men and women to have babies, but it's more, during sex, but it's more than just that. Sex was made for unity and intimacy or a bind or another slighter word, or a binder in a unit, um, in a unity act. People say it's just casual. 
it is, but it's so much more than that as well. So, if you don't know what dopamine is, it's pretty much a substance in your brain that brings joy, happiness, pleasure. God made that. This chemical... God made this chemical to have pleasure while having sex, and much more. Yes, dopamine is dopamine is for joy and everything, but it bursts out. But when you have sex, there's a crazy amount of dopamine that comes out. Alright, so just look at this. Dopamine and oxytocin. Oxytocin is something that binds. So, like, look at this. Uh, babies and mother have dopamine and oxytocin. But it's, it's not just the baby and mother. It's also during spouses, like, spouses' sex. It's an, it's an, emotion, it's an emotional bind. Um, it's meant to help you, your um, intimacy. It's, if you don't know what intimacy is, it's like close, um, f- familiar, friendship, closeness with a person. Um, sex, sex is a more in-depth version of intimacy sex is more intimacy and sex is more for you're binding yourself together you are in love with each other you are getting closer because i don't know about you i've never had sex before because i'm waiting for marriage um intimacy is like friendship and but as i talked to my mom earlier she's saying how intimacy was mainly for it's once she had sex, I don't, it's such a weird topic to talk about with your parents, but it's this is what's going to help with my podcast. She felt closer to my father after the situation, after sex, because it's more emotional, it's more in depth, it's more, it's more, it's true, it's true loving sex. It's true loving sex. There's no in between about that. Um. Okay, we're going to go next to the next one. Okay, as a human, I don't know about you, but as me, we desire attention. We love attention. We always try to be as cool as possible. We try to be going out there and try to talk and try to be act so cool, try to fit in with everyone, try to be the popular people, try to be the theater kid, try to be the football player, try to be the soccer player. You try to be the best. You try to get people's attention. You want people to know your name. God gave us sex to help us with that. Not with just, not not. God didn't give us sex to help us with sports. God didn't give um, help us with that, but He gave us. You get attention from the person you're doing it with. You get the attention that you most desire during marriage: physical touch, sex. God gave us sex to help us with this. As in Genesis, men and women become one flesh. They become one. They have the attentions. All, they have each other's attention all the time. All the time. Yes, some parents might have... Um, they might fight here and there. But they're still one. They're not going to break off. You know? They're not going to break off or anything like that. Alright. Alright, next, people say it's giving all and everything during sex. The problem is, if you are going to open up to someone, isn't there a, wi- isn't there a risk? What is the risk? You're opening up to someone, that's the risk. Emotionally, you're vulnerable. That is not wise. With thick, 
with sex before marriage because you are the most vulnerable than you'll ever be because you're still young and you don't know the person. If you have sex with a person you don't know and the relationship breaks apart, it's going to cause trouble. It's going to cause trouble. It's just going to cause trouble for you mentally and physically. It's going to cause her trouble mentally and physically for our next relationship both ways. It can hurt with both relationships both ways. Alright, here's another analogy. Sex is like fire. Fire is good and bad. Or, hold on, let me start that. Sex is like fire. Is fire good or bad? Both. It's God when it's... I mean, it's good when it's in context, but it gets bad when it's put out of context. Fire is made for a fireplace. It's safe. But when, once you take it out, it causes trouble. That's what it's like when you open up to someone that you won't have an intimate relationship with after you have sex with them. Alright. Our culture thinks that... Thinks they have a candle. This is another analogy. Sex is a candle. By the same... People, our culture thinks sex... As I mean candle, which is sex in this analogy, which is not that strong, not that big of a fire, but they actually have an atomic bomb. They have a bomb in their hand that can cause so much damage to everyone around them, to themselves, to the person they love, to the people they love, to their mom, their dad. It doesn't just affect you, it affects everyone around you. Everyone around you. There's no if, buts, or what's. It will affect you in the long run. All of this means vulnerability. This is where we're going to stop for today. This is going to be amazing to talk about the final steps. I have a lot more to go over. A lot more to go over. Just think about this. Our next question ooh, Our next question is, if you see that sex is a bind of chemical and emotional binder, what are dangers of sex when you are outside of this covenant? Just think about that question. I'll say it again. If you see that sex is a binder of chemical and emotional, what are the dangers of sex when you are outside of this covenant? All right. We're going to stop there for today. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'll be praying. I'll pray real quick. All right. Dear God, I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord. Thank you just for giving us sex during, I mean, before message or marriage, Lord. Lord, I just pray for everyone who's listening, Lord, that they just are able to take something out of this, Lord, and just are able to understand why I'm talking about this and why it's so why it's so important to know why have, having sex before marriage is such a bad thing, Lord, if you don't have an emotional bond with someone. Lord, I just pray that people come back next week and more interested in this question, Lord. Um, I just pray that people can take these analogies and just this whole entire lesson, Lord, and just take it with their inter- um, with the rest of their life, rest of their day, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening then, everyone. This means a lot. I hope that you take something from this, and I hope that you come back for next week because next week is even going to be I mean not next week I'll probably do it Saturday actually um tune in Saturday around one o'clock that's when I'll be able to post that's when I'll post thank you everyone for coming thank you for listening I hope 
you actually listened to this whole thing, hopefully. If you didn't, it's okay. I'm not going to be mad at you. Just thank you for acknowledging it. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have an amazing day. Peace out.